This is a headgum podcast. This ain't that long term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than sex. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Mama Bear, Mike Carnell, the host of the Twinovation Podcast, the podcast for all your schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, hustles, cons, grifts, app ideas, any way you're making that money, we're here to talk about it. As always, I'm joined by two of my oldest, weirdest, and best friends in the world, the identical Rosenberg twins. To my left, David Rosenberg. Howdy, folks. How you doing? Woo! To my right, Jeffrey Rosenberg. Hola, mis amigos. El jefe himself. Guys... Oof, we haven't seen each other in a while. It's been a little bit. I mean, because we started, you know, schedules. You know, this is wedding season. It's it is wedding. wedding season. It's definitely wedding season. It's tough to find free days. And we did a little bit of bulk recording. And then we realized we hadn't seen each other in like maybe two weeks. Although we did get one good hang in last week, which... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Ew, smell that? It's stinky. It's almost like rotten beef, but it's this week's Beef of the Week. The segment of the show where we called out those who wronged us. Guys... Last week, we had a good hang. Dave, you came back into Brooklyn. You were like, hey, I'm walking around. Do you want to hang out? I said, Jeff's about to come over. It was around noon. I said, everyone come over. Let's all hang. We're having a blast. Now, I'm going to preface this because my beef is with Jeffrey over here. I don't think and this it's is a stinky, fair. And <laughs> it's a stinky little beef. We talked about yeah, this. Yeah, and you said if I didn't tell any of our friends in public that I could do it on the podcast, and, and that's what I'll be doing, sir. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, we moved, Sarah and I moved into a new apartment, right? Mm-hmm. It took us, it's hard to move, it's hard to live with people. You got a, a lot of design choices. It's hard to find the right thing. You really wish you wouldn't do this. It's too bad, bud. Sorry. It's got to be done. Uh, so, it took us, Dave, Jeff, about, I'd say a month to agree on a couch, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. We got to choose the color. We got to choose the right fabric. What's the right size? It's a big deal dave you know what i'm talking about you live with a girl it's a, it's a thing yeah you're moving. You, 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 you know what's up you, you gotta get the colors right it's a beautiful couch yeah, it, it is a beautiful couch so then sarah so sarah's now out of town she's going to uh, visit her mother to celebrate the engagement if you will oh she leaves and she's been gone for about four hours when you guys come over this couch that took us forever. We're all hanging out. Dave, this is all true so far? <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, we're, we're all hanging out. We're playing Star Wars. We're playing uh, Battlefront. And then we go to a movie. No, we did not go to the movie. We did not go to the movie. What a fantastic No, we hung out in the... And then at one point while we're playing Battlefront, Dave, Jeff just gets up and... <laughs> a knee-jerk. A knee-jerk... Uh, very fast, gets up off the couch and starts running away laughing. I didn't run. He I started briskly like walk. he briskly walked with his ass clenched and his hands by his butt. And then I immediately realized that something was wrong. And I looked down at his butt as he's walking away, and there's a full brown wet spot at his <laughs> asshole. Full small, <laughs> size of a, a, a Sacagawea dollar, maybe, <laughs> maybe two or three. And I go, "Did you just shit yourself?" <laughs> And then he's giggling, running away to the bathroom. He's very embarrassed. I'll say that this. He's very embarrassed about it. And I go to the couch, and there's a fucking little shit like puddle on the goddamn couch. <laughs> no, Sarah's been gone no, for six hours, on. and the couch right. that took Let's, us two months to choose, you shit really, all over no, it. Was, it, it was maybe filtered, because it was you didn't filtered. wear underwear, which is right. you know, a running theme with a lot of our problems is that you don't wear underwear, but you had no <laughs> was, layer in between you and the couch. I don't think there was a... Uh, I didn't see the couch. Dave, yeah, you were there. I, but, uh, I, imagine, was there. I imagine the shorts filtered out most of the solids, and it was just kind <laughs> of the, brown that, shit like, water. that mucus membrane. Uh, cool. uh, 
So Jeff runs away. I'm like, I'm giggling, but also like terrified of this couch because I just like finally got this couch where I want it. And Dave, back me up. There was a fucking brown, <laughs> like small puddle of shit water on the couch. A little bird poop is what it was. A little, little bird boy. Mostly now, luckily, liquid. Mostly liquid. No, yeah, mostly of... that. That it was Jeff's main excuse. He was like, "It's it was mostly water. It wasn't real poop." Which, like a like a mocha coconut water. Oh so, yeah, that was kind of like that. Yeah, luckily, based off my own like personal hygiene and stuff, Sarah was like, "We can't have that nice of a couch. We need to have something that cleans up easily mm-hmm. because you're a messy boy." Right. And I agreed. So I went and got water. I went and got uh, cleaned up your little fucking shit stain for you. Oh, You're in the bathroom now walking around naked because you didn't wear any underwear. Right. So I have to give you a pair of my shorts that you are now wearing. You didn't shower. You, f- you refused to, sh- to clean your butt off. <laughs> and now you're wearing my basketball shorts. And I have to take your clothes it lo- and put them in the washer and dryer. I'd like to reiterate that it was mainly liquid. It's it was, grosser because it, it like seeps into the couch. I'd rather you take a solid shit on my couch. Right, well, I mean, that's you're not going to find that before 4 p.m., folks. <laughs> <laughs> so hard cut to us. Like we still just hung out the rest of the day for like the next five hours on the couch. But the whole time we're hanging out, like any dead air while we were hanging, you would just and Nick. I'm going to need some sound design for this. It would just be like us <laughs> us hanging, playing Battlefront in silence, and then you would just hear like a washing machine in the background. <laughs> Cleaning Jeff's fucking shit, shit stained shorts. Dry low. Just reminding everyone of what happened like 20 <laughs> minutes after Jeff arrived at the house. We're just hanging. Little wa- Nick, throw some washing machine under this. <laughs> Subtle any dead air, throw, any dead air in this episode, Nick, I'm going to need you to throw some washing machine. Really nothing I could do. It like What happened? It just, you know, when you get that like sting out of nowhere. Yeah. And, like, it's like a hot sting. I, I actually think getting up was, is what made it come out. Because if you if you stay seated, well, it's kinda, a tough spot. Because if right? you stay seated, you run the risk of shitting directly into it, and if you stand up, you run the risk of your asshole spreading and Very a bunch of water coming out. Moment. I'm sorry about that, bud. Does Sarah I mean, know hey. about that? You didn't tell Sarah about <laughs> she that. She knows, dude. She does know. Who cares, man? We love you, dude. She just laughed. She was like, "Is the couch fine?" I was like, "Yeah." And then she just did. Laughed. You point where? No, I don't, I'm not going to tell her where. But then also, what sucks for me is that apparently I was like drunk or stoned or something and must have dropped a full thing of liquid on this like that green chair again no. there's like a big stain there on the green go. chair that's, that's much worse it's actually all she cares about she did not care about the couch and mainly <laughs> cared about the, the stain that i it's made. a water stain it's something you know velvet's a touch tricky material uh, yes. any fans out there thinking of going velvet i know it's very in vogue right now <laughs> don't do it it's hard to clean nick just nick just bought a fucking full green couch which is, i don't know why sarah Told you guys to buy that couch because our main reason was I was like, I can't handle the stains, dude. It's a velvet couch? Yeah. It's a beautiful couch. Is your couch velvet? It's like uh, fake velvet. You gotta yeah. go leather, man. You can, you can just worse. You take a little dustbin and, and wipe up anything real quick. Just one fell swoop and... They call leather couches. All uh, that juice I can't even imagine having bought a leather couch and having you shit all <laughs> it's over. It's easy to clean stuff on a leather. Uh, couch. The, the lesson is, is that we bought a bunch of diapers for Jeff to wear when he comes over the house, and mm. that's the new rule. Little diaper boy, little, little diaper, diaper boy, boy. Little poopy boy. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Little poopy boy. It was, it was a, so funny for you to turn around for me to see just like a fucking full wet brown stain full. on your Let's asshole. Not say full. Like we said, Sacagawea. Oh, you're size. no dude. It, it was, was like an egg. I think almost. it was like a bird's feather. Uh, no, okay. like a medium-sized no, bird. No, feather. no. <laughs> you guys are asses. Uh, oh, where are the asses? <laughs> but you keep yours closed, buddy. You motherfucker. It's a real problem, well, you know. You it's, need it's one called of those IBS, little... and it, it it strikes. You have uh, IBS. Twenty, probably. Yeah, well, undiagnosed. Then I would say definitely start wearing underwear. I think we can all agree. At yeah. least you know 
just a temporary solution. Right. No, I thought we were just guys hanging out. This is what guys do when they hang out. <laughs> and they shit their pants and they play Battlefront That's all day. That's what bros do, Sarah. All right. Well, Jeffy, I'm sorry I had to chew you out and let the nation know what was going on. But, you know, you're always loved. But I'd like you to start wearing That's underwear. you should take out an insurance policy on your account. <laughs> Can you do that? Sorry, sir. We can't cover the Rosenbergs. <laughs> Your so premium, your premium would be through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so you're keeping the couch. I mean, yeah, we cleaned it. Yeah, good. You're not getting rid of the couch, Dave. It's like it's so, it was well, such thought, a quick yeah, cleanup. Yeah. You're you're both out of your mind. I thought that he didn't like the couch as well. And Nick, yeah, I don't like the couch. Much. Nick, make sure we have the washing machine underneath this. It was just so because anytime I forgot that Jeff had shit his pants, it'd be silence and be like, he's wearing the pants right now. Yeah, he's not. Actually, wearing my shorts. Yeah, I'm very comfortable. Are you wearing underwear right now? I'm actually wearing uh, Chris Shockwave's underwear right oh, now. Why? <laughs> why? What is your deal with underwear? I'm out of underwear. I just don't have... Why a, are you always out of Connie's underwear? I taking my underwear. Connor. Connor, Connor you're listening, roommate? I know you are. I think you're sniping my undies, bro. <laughs> you want to chew them out? You want to chew have a double beef? <laughs> you got beef with con dog? Fruit of the doom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no beef with con dog. You got to get... Your underwear situation. Yeah, I have shit. a mini beef. It's it, less of a beef and more of an intervention. It, What's up, it, Dave? It's so light compared to that, on that disgusting story that you just told. But, you know, I work in the Flatiron District, which is right sort of by the Empire State Building as well. So there's a lot of these big bus tours, a lot mm-hmm. of tourists in this oh, yeah. area. And, you know, there's people out there trying to get people to sign up for the tour buses. And they're usually going up to anyone that looks like a tourist. Oh. And for the first time today, they came up to me because I'm kind of wearing this shirt that's like... It yeah. is a little touristy. It's, it's like a, little, a teal horizontal stripe deal. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a picture for the grams and whatnot, folks. But uh, yeah, it kind of hurt my feelings a lot to be called a tourist in my own city. You know, I grew up in the Bronx, you know, <laughs> you know, and moved to Queens. You're also and, wearing an I Heart New York hat, which didn't help your cause. <laughs> Shaolin. That's what we call Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, I think the next time that happens, just take a swing at him. I think it's the Bronx. I was going to. Well, Bronx? No, Bronx. Shaolin is Staten Island. Is it? Guys, uh, is it? Oh, yeah, because yeah, Wu-Tang. Uh, well, guys, this show's not just all about beef, so I'm glad I got to just chew Jeff out a little bit and, and let the nation know what was up. Uh, and again, we do need you to start wearing underwear, bud. Mm-hmm. I don't wear underwear, though, and I'm fine. We need both of you to start wearing. Actually, you're, you're not fine because you smell. You're like your asshole smells. No, it we doesn't. All smell. I soak in the hot tub every morning. It's disgusting. What hot tub? What hot <laughs> at the gym. Yeah, we shouldn't be soaking in hot You yeah. don't shower after the hot tub? I know I have actually a very no I do I I hot tub then I dip into the saltwater pool one of the only saltwater pools in New York okay and then I'll 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 steam New York Sports Club steams you go hot tub pool steam hot tub pool steam shower sauna now I need it's a little too much water I need it no I I well that's what the ice room's all about check out episode thirty eight folks. All right. Well, for those of you just tuning in for the first time, guys, it's not about beefs. This podcast is about making money and making schemes. And the three of us are going to go around and we're going to pitch our scheme of the week. Now, normally, we kill it. And we'll see what happens this week. As always, to lead off our pitches, Big Papa Plump, the most smelly with the most belly. A man who doesn't just think outside the box. Quite frankly, he is the box. Dave Rosenberg. Hello, folks. How you doing out there? For any of you new time listeners out there, uh, Tulane undergraduate and Tulane <laughs> went to graduate. James Madison and barely graduated. <laughs> That's true. But what I do know is how to scale businesses. Start no. 
Also not true. I know how to start them, but better yet, I know how to finish them. Never started a business. Yeah. I, don't think I know how to end it. I know how to start a business, and I know how to run it into the <laughs> fucking ground, dude. Folks, could I pose a question? Please. What's the worst part of having chilled... A couch. <laughs> Very good, Jeffrey. Don't cut me off, Sorry all right? about that. Not in the first sentence. Mm-hmm. You know I care about this. I know you do. This means a lot to me. What's the worst part of having children? Well, you know, they're they're dependent on you for everything. That's true. They, they can be super annoying, Jeff. Uh, what if you don't get a cute one? That seems uh, kind of like a burden. You don't have a, a one you can Like an ugly of. asshole kid? Yeah, yeah, with like flared airs and kind of a pinny nose. You don't want that. Like if you looked like you. That is true. And they could also be super expensive. Yeah. But they can also be super kidnapped, murdered, raped, and eaten. <laughs> you know, and turned into meat juice. And we'd be none the wiser. So how do we fix this problem, folks? Children getting kidnapped and murdered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It's a lot of law enforcement. At- uh, it it is a lot thing. of it's a lot of overhead with I'm these gonna go law ahead and enforcement. Guess chips. <laughs> yeah, we're talking <laughs> chips. <folks. laughs> I'm gonna go oh, ahead and throw a guess. You want to put yeah. chips in oh, children? We've uh, we've known it all along, and it might just take a king to come out and say we need to start putting tracking chips in kids. That's not people talk like, about like that. That's the, a thing. Yeah, they're not talking about it enough. You know. Uh, That's you already a thing. Yeah, chips. You, Is this your idea? Yeah, is putting yeah, chips in you children? Don't, you don't see anyone. You don't see any of these talking heads really talking about you it. Can't you can't know? convince well, it's uh, very important parents to give vaccines to their children. I, I doubt you're going to get a lot of. Uh, you, you know, you, you just need the right documentary on HBO to tell people what to do. Jenny uh, McCarthy. Uh, you know, we need to start tracking these kids like they're little iPhones because they're more expensive than iPhones. And, and you guys get it. You know, you get it. Uh, and while I'm on the topic, wow. there should be cameras everywhere. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm a lazy I'm, pitch. I'm, that's buddy. not a lazy pitch, we dude. Recorded I watch weeks. all these crime shows uh-huh. and they they have all these cameras that can't get the license right. plate because they're not good enough. TV right. shows. Just driving the plot, yeah, dude. No, but no, watch. no. These are real crime shows, dude. They can, if real they really wanted shows. to pull up what happened, they can. They got they fucking planes it, in the sky, dude. You got to start listening. Nah, I don't think you, you know. Can, you you got to start listening to Radio Lab. They got planes in the sky that can fucking record everything, and yeah, then they, they rewind can, they can it back. They can see the time, time on your wristwatch. Is what dude. they can do. If you think that they're not watching, Amber you're, you're dumber than you look. Amber from Amber Alert probably wouldn't be dead if it were for okay. oh, Jesus Christ. First off, you're I'm, pitching an idea that already exists. You're, who you're, has your pitch just them? to like, you know shout any, a letter? Do you know any, how many? I don't, know I don't any have any chip, children. Chip children. There, are there any kids with chips in them? Yeah, I'm sure. What? Probably, uh, who? Who has a yeah. chip in them? There's a lot of ethical concerns here. And I'm also what, just what? upset. This isn't, a, this isn't an, no, an no, idea. We, we, this, it's an this, implementation this, of an idea. Well, how are you implementing it? Then tell me how you're implementing it. If you're going to take an idea that already yes, exists and your pitches that you're implementing, I want to know how you're going to implement it. Show me a person that has a chip in them. the chip? Yeah, how much is, is it? How do you get it in the them? Can in the, the kid foot. take it out when he's in it's, it's in the foot. foot. Got to be in Sounds the foot. Sounds kind of uncomfortable. No. I'm calf. No, you got to replace your big toenail, and then that's the chip. Oh, that's kind of interesting. That's interesting, actually, Mike. And we call it uh, Big Tother. And that's why we call it the hot box, folks. <laughs> What's tother? it called? Big Tother, like Big Brother, but with a toe. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad, actually. <laughs> it's not bad. Big Bro, Big Toe. Big Tother. Mm, big Toe. Big toe. Big toe. Big toe's yeah. always watching. Coincidentally, that's actually what I had her in down. Yeah, that's what you had in your phone? Yes. Was this stupid pun I just came up with on the spot? <laughs> Big tother. Big toe. Big tother. Big tother. Big tother. Uh, so you access it from your phone. You see where the kid has been kidnapped to. Say, but say, say I hack into this. Say I'm one of these, these yeah, creepers. A lot of hackers. You know? say, I, say I'm one of these people that goes around in the van. 
I hack into the system. Now all of a sudden, I know where little Billy is at all times. It makes it easier. And I can for control me to his steal big toe. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly poison him over the course of a year. I make him walk towards me with his big toe. <laughs> yeah, it could be turned on and turned off, just like it shouldn't know. be turned on and turned off. If it can be turned off remotely, then all you need is a, a kidnapper who, who's good with computers and big toe. There's no more, and it's a fucking joke. You, no, didn't, you know what? You, no, we didn't we record did. for like two yeah. weeks straight, and this <laughs> yeah. is what you... Well, I'm getting these Amber alerts, and they're screwing up my workflow. And so you thought about it for... <laughs> <laughs> we have been getting a lot of Amber alerts. There are recently. a lot of Amber alerts. Uh, you know, summer's hot. Streets are talking. I'm into Big Toe. I think it makes sense. Big Toe there. Big Toe Yeah, there. and this fixes, you know, there's a lot of sex slaves, too, that we always forget about, even in America, Detroit. I'm looking at you, Detroit. I don't get uh, like so. What's your idea? This somebody already thought up this. I thought up the big toe. Like, what have you contributed here? It's the I, the notion of bringing the conversation to the table. Sometimes mm-hmm. all you need, mm-hmm. you know, you, what what I'm doing is uh, uh, bringing a conversation to the table. With some, <laughs> you're, just, with like, you're, just, you're really trumping it. Just reporting, uh, just repeating what you're saying. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to do is okay, bring I'm going to bring the conversation to the table. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to bring the conversation to the table. And it gets people I talking. See you watching like how much time you've been talking to. to no, it, yeah, it you can only stretch it so far. Dave. I'm not stretching it far. You know who gets stretched out? Amber <laughs> in the back Christ, of a van. Dude. What was the name? <laughs> you made Nick groan from the what? other side of the room. What? Man. All these kids are getting stretched out that's all over these thanks, abandoned dude. parks. That's, that's very you're fattening them up, fattening them up, fattening them up, and then you making the coat out of them. You know, and that actually, that's the real money maker. Is these kid coats? <laughs> God damn it, kid coats. What do you mean? Hey, uh, he's coat. talking about like Ch- coats out skin. of skin, like uh, Buffalo Bill. <laughs> oh, very good, brother. That's how you <laughs> double down on a business. <laughs> I put faulty tracking in kids' toes. We kidnap them. We fatten them up. We wear their skin like coats. The Burlington Coat Factory is going to have a brand new <laughs> shipment of fake leather. Or like Burlington Coat Factory if it's all girls. <laughs> very nice, it. Michael. You're on I'm on my pun game, game today. today. Pun game today. Uh, so the one so question Dave, I have to ask you no, guys Dave, in. Now, I, what's the idea? So what is the idea? What are you pitching? I'm pitching putting tracking chips in little babies. That's already a thing. What What do you mean it's a thing? No one does that. You, are you telling me that you didn't, well, there's like, no you company didn't Google that, this? And I'll Google it right now. There's Good. no company that does yeah, it, Yeah, what company? That you know of. You're not in the market. No. I, maybe we have not. a no Google rule here at Twinovation Laboratories. And, you know, uh, it, it's sort of like what they started doing with the revamped passports that I think now all have... Uh, chips in them mm-hmm. and that was like five years ago mm-hmm. uh, and you know that's just sort of a hurdle we need to get in it's not currently micro it's not currently possible to microchip kids why not why not what you do know, you mean we have a lot of sense what if DNA we have we uh, it's different with dogs they're the same size all the well time. you, you got to exchange the chip and it's actually here's where it's that's a money real, maker. as your toe grows yep. so you got to re-up on yep. the chip i yep. like this, that's, this that's is that's a scheme. Talking, now we're scheming now we're talking every five years every five years a new chip we're going to become the new dentist you know dentists have sort of been taking all a bad idea they've been taking all the capital out of hard-working middle-class america for fixing their fucking crooked you know you know and it came out a couple weeks ago that flossing isn't even important to do i saw that and you know what i got scared Straight by true? some bullshit huh? dentist. How can that be true? Because it's like, yo, fucking, you can do the same shit. There's with such s- thing as good plaque. <laughs> well, you know, part of me. There's good fats, there's good carbs, and there's good plaque. Well, part of me, I, I keep plaque on my teeth because it keeps new plaque from coming in. Uh, and actually, no, it doesn't. It layers like, up, and you have horrible, you stink, dude. <laughs> you don't wear underwear, and you don't brush your teeth, and you no, fucking dude, stink. No, dude, I'm good. Because if you eat healthy, your sweat smells decent. It does. You, want a, good, does not you want a good decent. fuzz on your teeth that actually helps break down the microbes. 
losing most of the food that day. <laughs> yeah. Keeps you warm in the winter. I just, you know, I, the, these dentists really, they screw you over. They, they get in your pockets and I'll, all I'm trying to do and is so get in your to, toe. Yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to, so you're not mad. You're mad at the dentist, but you're also trying to become them. You're trying to become the dentist for chips. Yes. <laughs> so you don't have a problem with them. You just want in on the action. Well, you know, it's like no one wants to be a fat cat till they, you know, till they, uh, till they get into bags the, of money show up. Yeah, brother, that's pretty dope. Till you got couches that you can have someone shit on and not worry about. That's enough. <laughs> We're over the shitting thing. We're over the shitty thing. So, Dave, you're basically you're going to try to become the blue collar chip, big toether, if you will. Can we all agree that big toether is the name? Yeah, I agree. What was? I'm curious what your name was, Dave. <laughs> Huh? I'm curious what you, the name you That's had. what it was. No, it wasn't. What was it? Was it? We know it's on your phone. It, was, it was called HALP. Like HAL from Space Odyssey. But okay. HALP. And it's an acronym. <laughs> for? Not bad. What's the... Yeah. It's for HALP. All... Little people. Little people. Who, <laughs> uh, help all little people. Help, help all... Help all little people. Help all little That's people. That's a little confusing because little people is, I yeah. think, like the correct term for... Um, uh, a little shorter people. instead for little people. Right. <laughs> so are you helping little people or children? Both. We're helping everyone, really, because eventually... Let's stick with Big Toe there, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually... I think we're going to stick with Big Toe. This toe-ther. chip is going to be in everyone. You take molds of their feet. You can you can see how big it's going to grow. You know, I don't, I don't talk about this a lot, but I was very scared of being kidnapped and killed up until the age of close to 15 or 16. Really? You know, I would... Why? N- you don't know these people. Our neighbor are... had our neighbor Victor had some some creepy guy in a van following him around for a couple months. Yeah, really. Yeah. He, he would, Wait, what he, do you mean? He would some like, dude sit would pull up in a van and little Vic, little, little big Vic. Vic now. And uh, yeah, the guy would just like creep around looking at him. Nobody called the cops. No, they called the cops, but you know, cops ain't going to be on that twenty four seven surveillance, dude. It's very very out. easy. That's to when take you get children. the paintball. That's when you get the paintball guns out, right? Label his and tag his fucking van. He'd love that. And though. really, and really pressure him to make a move. <laughs> <laughs> Test his temper out. And play Russian roulette with the perv. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, Dave, for Big Tother, how much is a chip? Because I need to get some details before we decide whether we're going to. The first chips on us. <laughs> okay, first chips on you. But do you sign a contract? Well, I mean, you kind of have to come back because your toe is going to get resized. Yeah. Yeah. How often do I have to resize? The it's chips? going to be around every. Four years until you're 18, and then it's going to be every 10 years or so. Maybe the, yeah, I mean, the first chip's on us growing, right? in you. Yes, Jeffrey. Yeah, I nice. love it. That's very nice. First chip's on us. So how much is are the subsequent and you, chips? And what, huh? How much are the subsequent chips? The subsequent chips will cost you four ninety nine. Four hundred ninety nine. That's correct. I think parents are willing to spend that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if you'll get them every four years. Much I think you might need the, to come down to 200 bucks. That you pay. Yeah. You might need to come down to 200 bucks. 200 bucks. Yeah, it will be 299 until you're 18 and then once you got some money then it's going to bump up to 499. Is it covered under insurance? Some <laughs> Cuz dental's covered over insurance, you know, there's dental insurance. It, it's a case by case basis and that's really all I can say it at this point. It depends on the cuteness it. of the child, really. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, your premiums go up if you got a real looker. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jeffrey for for Big Toother, Dave's child chip tracking service where you know, the first chips on them, it goes into your big toe. And then as you grow, you replace the chips for two ninety nine a person. Uh, you don't have kids now. You, imagine you do have kids. Mm-hmm. Are you in as a customer, investor, or both? I am in. I'm actually a little worried about getting kidnapped as well. <laughs> still? Uh, still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. You're looking younger than ever, Jeff. I know, right? Shave you, it out. You walk up to a van. Hey, sir, uh, I'm sorry. I accidentally pooped my pants. Do you have any a pair, a spare pair? <laughs> yeah, right in the back of this van. Oh, okay. Thanks. I'll just get in. It's Skin dark shorts. in here. Coof, coof. 
<laughs> I'm in as an investor, in as a customer, and most importantly, as a brother. Thank you. A tother. Uh, a tother. Oh, Am I my tother's keeper? <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> I can are... do toe puns all day. Uh, David, for myself, uh, I'm in. I yeah. love a good toe chip, and I, and I I'm, guess I'm technically... Half owning it because I came up with big with big toe. There. That's true. I came up with putting it in the big toe. I think this is half mine. I love the idea of taking a dentist mentality and being like, "Hey, this is not a one and done deal. We're going to need you to keep coming in." Yep. Uh, I think it's a money making opportunity, and, and I'd love to prey on uh, frightened parents. And we should, because other people <laughs> are. You know, other people are, and they're getting away with it. We should it. all be preying on them. There's people coming for their kids, and we're coming to save their kids. No matter what, you're going to pay. Yeah, you know, like, it's like what's a more terrifying feeling than you know your kids lost? We've all seen the movie Prisoners. It's mm-hmm. terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's what's ter- Prisoners? Oh, you never Hugh saw Jackman? it? Yeah, awesome. fuck, he fucking goes nuts yeah. on Paul Dano and yeah. just fucking <laughs> brutal builds like a weird house. Yeah, Dano and I are actually close friends. I don't think we went so. to a wedding nah, together. You're not. You're not. We you could know, be that. You're not a Dano man. I'm a Dano guy. Dano I'm a Dano man. guy no, through and not. through. <laughs> 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 Have you even seen uh, Swiss Army Man, dude? Have, uh, you ever, have you even seen it yet? Yeah, I ripped it. Do you even it. know what it is? Dave, I ripped Dave just it watches on. the Lego TV show over and over again. <laughs> yeah, they're getting good. <laughs> they are getting Again. good. You guys were too scared to watch that Killing Joke movie. No, I heard it was bad. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard it was bad. All no, right, let's move on. Let's move on to all the, you know, Midnight. there's there's another uh, half of the Rosenberg twins. There's the weird, smelly Dave, kind of like puff your chest, muscly boy. And then there's a slender, more enigmatic Feminine featured food goes right through him. Uh, has no has no right control through. over his bowels. Doesn't wear underwear. Middle Jeffrey Rosenberg, how you doing, I'm man? You a little okay. cutie pie, Thanks, you know? guys. What do you uh, got this week, mm. Jeff? What's your scheme of the week? It's a bit of a juicy one, so I'm going to need your Jeff, full attention. Don't say juicy one around <laughs> me anymore, please. Huh? What's wrong with juicy? What's guys, wrong with juicy? Because I'm picturing the shit stain full on my full. couch. All right, guys. By now, we've all heard of Gawker's bankruptcy due to a lawsuit from none other yeah, than Hulkamania up. man himself, Terry Jean. Right? Yeah. This, of course, <laughs> yeah. happened oh, because... Wow. I, didn't, I didn't realize that Jean was his last name. Yeah. Hulkamania. Because uh, Gawker posted the sex tape of Thunderlips doing what he does best, which is uh, being racist and banging his friends. He's but, a full racist person. Uh, so a, a lot of people didn't know it became public that Terry's legal team was financed by none other than PayPal billionaire and real life evil genius Peter Thiel. Did you know that? Guys? I did. Yeah, you yeah. did know that. I'm very yeah, much he's a piece of shit. So too. in recent years, this new trend has taken hold: investors buying shares in other people's litigation proceedings. We call that litigation finance. Okay, and and it's pretty much people gambling on court cases. Wait, really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, That's cool. what the companies do yeah. is they generate data based on risk and returns of the cases, and they do that based on the amount of cases a judge has rewarded money to, uh, willingness of companies of to settle out of court, and yeah, tons of other factors like that. That's so scary. Very scary, Dave. <laughs> it's a dangerous world out there, brother. In 2014, insurance companies, guess, guess how much they paid out? Oh, billions. Hundred forty billion dollars, oh, and that's God. just insurance. What companies, do you think? Folks. What do you think that Papa Carnell's mm-hmm. fighting did? Papa Carnell. That's how you 
Can't pay for 12 grills for nothing, you know? (laughs) So uh, what's happening now is companies uh, take thousands of legal proceedings and they're packaging them into these marketable securities. They're chopping them up, they're bundling them, (laughs) and they're reselling them. And and you know what? Everyone kind of wants a piece of that pie. What? Wait, go over this again? I'm a little... Go over it one more time. So you have people investing in lawsuits and... You can take that. You can put it in investing a in lawsuits like they're sub, like it's the like dude the subprime mortgage loans the of dude the who late aughts. Uh, not that because he was because he's a billionaire. He just did it on his own. Yeah, but in those like a lot of people doing what what Petey did. Yeah, do what Petey, but did. like a group thing. Uh, so it can be a group thing, and then but you take that group and you splice it up, and like it's part of a bunch of you know it's like mutual fund. It's nuts, it's you know. It's real nuts. So, what we have here, folks, Capitalism, is uh, the beginning huh? of a yep. big, big, juicy bubble, much like the real estate one from 2008. Great. Uh, companies will inevitably start investing in more toxic lawsuits, you know, ones that aren't, aren't guaranteed wins. Oh, if you think the soda companies aren't going to go down. And that's, Ooh, baby. that's when we strike. Maybe it's a good thing. Well, Maybe what's a good thing? Yeah, I mean, I, I hated Gawker to be honest, but you know, if, if you're, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, if you're like some company that could get sued, and the, you know, like the people in uh, Flint, Michigan, like can't some billionaire come behind them and be like, oh, these guys can make billions of dollars. It's all community. It's smart. And then they. Just I also like. It's very interesting to see the people. Gawker. Like, I understand that people were upset that you know people lost their jobs because gawker folded but Mm -hmm. all these people are trying to pretend that gawker wasn't a full piece of shit organization (laughs) are so they're like you're gonna Uh, back i would call them more of a liquidy i I understand that he came after the the, like free speech but like dude you're fucking you guys are your company was full you're you're a scumbag company well pd did did it because they outed him for being gay yeah Yeah, so in several articles and like what you know who you go i mean it sucks that they lost and i'm i'm not about you know billionaires Coming in, trying to rig lawsuits, but you know, you I'm get what's coming to you, I guess. Hogan should w like the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown split recently. You know, they're doing that thing again. No, oh. none of us follow. Oh. <laughs> they're doing the split. They're doing like the, the split. But same yeah, company yeah, yeah, yeah. still. It's just well, like, Hogan should start his own wrestling company. Right, you know, Jeff they they, <laughs> they kicked him out of the Hall of Fame. That's bullshit. Bu- uh, no, he deserves it. But uh, so very Jeff, Jeff, let's get back to this very complicated and dense. Uh, it's, it's super issue. dense. Yeah, you really have to watch the Big Short. It'll, it'll give you most. I understand. Of, uh, most of the juice. So it's basically the big short, but with lawsuits? Uh, it's the big short, but with lawsuits. Okay. We're shorting so the litigation fine. What am I doing? Yeah. I'm pitching this whole new, this whole new, this is the scheme, is okay. that where you're, you're, you're shorting them, Mike. You're what does shorting that mean them. exactly? It means you're, you're betting against the win. Uh, I, don't, I don't want this kid talking about shorts you're at betting all. Against, <laughs> <laughs> you're betting against who's going to, you're betting basically like a sporting event of who's yeah, going to win the lawsuit? Uh, yeah, sure. It's something, it's something like that. Yeah, sh- you know, shorting. You guys know what shorting. Is, what is shorting? You're, you're, I think you're, you're, you're buying you're, up the you're debt. Betting, you're, you're betting, betting against yeah, the... You're betting yeah, against yeah, That it fails. That, they, that the bubble explodes. What bubble explodes? That the, litig- the, finance, the litigation finance bubble. What it's are you doing heavy. to short it? I... How do you, you benefit from you, it? You buy, you sure is a type of buy, and you, yeah, you, you sell it when, Say it when, the, when the debt accrues and it's like it, it's all very complicated uh, how I do get, you how do you benefit from 
Because you, you make money. Exactly. A finder's fee. Yeah, you do. You benefit will. from the law. That's just the definition of sure. Right. I can't get into, into economics 501 right now. But that's and the you gist couldn't get of it. into it while you were in college either. <laughs> you didn't have the prereqs. <laughs> so Guys, you want you want to hear the name that we're calling this game? Sure, I'm still not call- sure what it is. It's we'll shorting, Mike. You got. I mean, you just got to know what shorting is. It's you're you're buying uh, the name? collateral shorting? debt. You're buying debt. Yeah. And what are you doing with it? And you, you're you're selling. It's it, there's marketplaces, bud. Like you, you, for what? You, for for litigation finance. It's a whole. It's a whole. So pl- you're buying the debt. What do you do with it? Who do you, do you what do you do after you buy it? Who do you sell it to? People, it's they mean what people. Chinamen, what do they do with it? <laughs> it's like this is your, you know, your, <laughs> it's just, you're shorting. You, Dave, you get it. You should, yeah, Nick, you get it. You short. I've seen a lot of motherfuckers like you talking about. Well, I shorted this. Have you seen you, the I mean, you, watch and you don't even know what shorting is. You, but you buy the debt. So, guys, we're, we're, calling, with we're calling this. <laughs> Hoganomics. <laughs> that is a good name. Hoganomics. I love it, brother. Hoganomics. Hulk. Hoganomics. Like Hoganomics is because you got the you got the Hoganomics. You got the N in there. Hulk. I like Hoganomics because you get the yeah, genomics. And, yeah. All right, go for it. Have those racist <laughs> games come out? Uh, oh yeah, he says the N word several times. I mean, he said that stuff where he's like, "I only want my." I won't say, it, but he's like, I only want, basically, I only want my daughter, if she's going to fuck a black dude, he better be worth millions of dollars and dunk a ball. <laughs> it's a very racist Where shit. Is, he, is that like a voicemail? What is he saying? Uh, I think it was like audio from it's the an, sex tape, right? It's like tape, mid-thrust, right? he says it's like it. mid-thrust. He's, <laughs> really? He's going, not only is he cheating on his wife, but he's uh, very racist. That's funny. Yeah. You know, Hogan got, everyone oh, got Don't, don't like, uh, you're, you're putting an ill name behind. Uh, he's uh, a piece of shit. Hoganomics. No, Hogan Hoganomics is very pure. No, Actually. it's not. It's pure because we're taking. You advantage realize that of- you're like the bad guys. Like the did you watch the Big Short? Like no. they weren't happy with what they did. They were like, we just got to do this right, to make money, you, and they were like, this sucks. What's the podcast about, dude? Making money. That's true. Making and how do you make money off of this? Shorts, dude. <laughs> and what is that? Uh, it's you're 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 uh, assuming something will will uh, drop in in value, and you're buying it at a, a certain price. So when it, these securities do fall, uh, uh, you you bet against it. Why would it be good for them to fall after you bought it at a higher price? You bought it at a lower price, or you bought it at a higher. Mike, you know, you, you can you can pick and you can, can try questions. These are basic questions. These, I are, think. these are you know. That's fine. You I love just it. got put in the bear trap and you got chewed out, <laughs> Listen, folks. I'm not, no, I think Hoganomics is a great name, and I'm not even trying to chew you out. I just truly don't understand what it's, it's you're talking about. It's very heavy stuff. It's short. Let's use the Flint, Michigan example so all these rich people can come in and, and financially back the people of Flint to sue based on them getting a billion-dollar thing, and they, they well, would get a cut out of it. But betting against them doing that. Well, well you they know, could be betting industry. against the state losing. Right. So you're betting. Uh, well, it's 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 the whole bundle. It's the it's the a lot whole of double it's negatives whole, in here. It is. It's very confusing stuff, Mike. Which is why you have to have a you know. You're betting against the state losing, so you're betting no, not for the full, no, not the whole entire state, the the industry, the whole industry. What industry? The whatever uh, chemical, litigation the, finance. You know, the water, the water litigation company. finance. I gotta do some more research after this. It's a little dense for the pod, dude. <laughs> let's stick to like let's stick to like eating slur, like little little weird goos and yeah, kid chips and like selling leftovers that from restaurants. I don't know you if know, we should I get d- into finance litigation. I just saw someone sent it on Facebook that there is a company where you can buy 
people's leftovers now. Yeah, I know. They, a lot of people have been tweeting at us. You're a smart dude. All right, so let's get let's get into it, Jeff. How do I become, you know, because we asked the question, customer, mm-hmm, investor, mm-hmm. how do I become a customer? How do I become an investor? Uh, you, would in, in, you would give me your money, and then I, I buy the shorts. Immediately, no. I need new shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Physically, I need new shorts. <laughs> okay, well, Dave, for Hoganomics, Jeff's finance litigation, uh, let's call it an investment firm. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a name for your firm? <laughs> it's the it's not a firm. Uh, Hoganomics. It's, it's, it's just Hefe and Associates. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, uh, let's go with the let's go with the Hefe Associates. King David. Yes, I'm in. Okay. It has clout to it. So, you know? David, for uh, Jeff's finance litigation, sued, very yeah. complicated, shorting stuff out. Are you in as a customer investor or both? I'm in as none. I, <laughs> I, I, the, the money world scares me to the core. Uh, I don't get it. I think everyone is screwing everyone over. True. And, you know, unless you got a degree from Havid, you know, I'm a Yaley. Uh, yeah, you went to James Madison. We go over this every episode. Yeah, but then I transferred out after my sophomore year to... Went home for a year, played Xbox, went back. <laughs> to Oxford's branch in North Haven. Connecticut? Oh, yeah, baby. Classy institution. Thank you. Grazie. All right, well, so you're in as a customer. No, you're not. No, no, you're I'm out. not you're out. I don't trust. I don't trust something I can't uh, see. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Jeff, I love the name. I think mm-hmm. Hoganomics is a great name. I also think that you could probably convince some people to do this with you. This is uh, prophetic. This is going to happen, I'm guys. still not really sure on what it is. And uh, as of right now, I'm out as a customer and an investor. Um, I don't trust you. Uh, I don't trust that industry. I think money's a scam, and I think you just got to be safe, and you got to be cool, and you put it all under a mattress, and you don't worry about it. But I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate that. A little scary. Uh, I wish you guys would reconsider. I've already invested I mean, a small fortune in this industry, and it's probably going to take about 15 to 20 years to implode. Yeah, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to need to go on home and do a little research, mm-hmm. bud, before mm-hmm. I even get involved. All righty. Well, hey, guys. Uh, we, we have uh, first two batters up, and we got our, our heavy hitter for the triple right now. Bring, bring the boys home. Well, you're not on base. <laughs> uh, we, uh, Dave someone, hit a double. Someone call that a walk. No. Someone call that a walk. That's a full strikeout. A not, definitely not a strikeout. You, I mean, both of us said no Yeah, but I, to your face. I disagree. And, and Nick's, Nick's nodding yes to no, the Nick, idea. Nick just... Nick just, just oh what? wow he's deleting the episode <laughs> whoa weird said we're running long <laughs> all right well our next batter up with the uh, two boys on bases one boy on Mikey base. Mama Bear Carnell Mikey what do you have for us today you're bleeding we everywhere. got a bleeder yeah, bleeding, bleeding all over the bleeder you know, I, the new rug you know I um I slid into second base during our team softball game and I got real cut up my leg is. Definitely. Let's get some of those Clorox wipes in here. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good, guys. Let's keep going. So, guys, I recently spent the week in Washington, D.C. Really? I I was down in D.C. for work. We shot something with uh, the first lady. You can't say shooting in D.C. Oh. Watch out for that one, bud. It's fine. I'm cleared. We shot something with uh, the first lady, Michelle Obama, which, which you know, I got to direct her in a video a little bit. It was very fun. Wow. She's a full class act. She is just the nicest, the best lady. Everything you want. Everyone should just listen to her speak. Anytime you have a chance, you, you go and listen to this woman speak. She's a, a gem and truly a gift to humanity. Is she going to run for president in 10 years? I hope so, man. God, I'd vote for her. Uh, so, guys, I've been going down to D.C. I went down last week. I went down this week. I'm going down next week. Training I'm going down it, once. Boss? I'm training it, which Train. leads yeah, okay. to my pitch. 
Uh, what's the hardest part about flying? What's the most annoying part about flying on a plane? You gotta, you gotta check your luggage. You gotta, you know, it's not being able to get up and walk around ever. Well, it's, yeah, that's true. Jeff, you're actually on, you know, security. You got to get there. Now they're telling you, I thought we were already on the plane at this point. No, no, no. It says just the plane in general flying. We haven't even gotten on the plane. plane. TSA recently said that you guys, you got to spend three hours just or give two hours at the very least for security. Oh, you we've know? known that for years, Mike. No, well, I I I'm an hour and a half boy. Up I'm an hour and a half boy. Now they're like, go, you need gotta go two pre-check. To three. You gotta go pre-check. Everyone's going pre-check. It's bullshit. And this is pre-check the kind of bullshit I'm talking about. Also, sometimes. you can't fly with anything fun. You can't bring like weed or anything with you that might make the trip a little, a little bit of weed. No, I mean it's risky though. It's a little. They don't really care, but it's a little risky. Mm-hmm. It's risky, and you could get in trouble. Take it before. Yeah. So guys, here's my pitch, and here's what's going down there is literally no security on the trains at all what so ever a little terrifying when you think about it mm-hmm. because uh you know yeah ter- terrorism we're, yeah, yeah. we're taking trains off the tracks into into government buildings is that your no idea? no 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 but there's no security on sure. trains and there's really only one way for them to check your ticket and it's a guy comes around, and you show him your little phone with your ticket, and he beeps it, and he puts a little tiny thing, like on Metro North, on your mm-hmm. seat that says there's a person here. Step one, I go on the train next week. I keep the little ticket at the end. Yep. I find out what the paper's made of. We start mass <clears throat> producing this piece mm-hmm. of paper. Mm-hmm. Step two, I find out the conductor's name and where he lives and some of his hobbies. Step three. There's thousands of conductors. I'll pick one, and, okay. I'll, and I'm the main route for where I want to go, which is to D.C. All righty. Step three, I find one that's a single man who's got a lot of interest and a broken heart. Step four, <laughs> I hire a woman to win his heart over. Uh-huh. Step five, after she's won his heart that over, woman is me. really got him wrapped around her finger, Right. she breaks his heart. Right. And that's the day that I'll be riding on this train for free <laughs> so that morning she'll hey, give me the heads up she's like i just broke up with him he's gonna be so broken up about it and here's a little information on the train too you can just hide in the bathroom mm. and you <laughs> yeah put, and that's the big one big yeah, no, i've done the hide in the bathroom, in the bathroom. so step six not a proud moment. now you might say mike why did you need to break the conductor's heart because i need to get his head in the clouds i need him not thinking straight <laughs> step six the three of us go and buy tickets i buy one ticket we all pitch in we buy two tickets each there's three of us right we all pitch in uh-huh his, his his head's not in the right place now that I, I've broken his heart. It's a bit of a long-term scheme. He comes in. I put one of you in a suitcase on the way in. There's two of us walk in. We put one of you up when he's checking the tickets. We take one person down, take our suitcase to the bathroom. You pop out. You're wearing the same clothes as Dave. For half the train ride, you, Dave, would dress as you. Right. Would spend the train ride in the bathroom. Wait, you, but then why did, why did we have... we Okay. Why, why, did, we why make... did we break the conductor's heart? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I need, him, I, need a, I need to distract him a little bit. But distract him from what if one of us is in the bathroom the entire time? Well, then you can come out. He won't know what's going on. All right. 
And we've got the paper, too. Don't forget about the paper. That right, yeah, we made a lot of paper before. Yeah, we made a lot of paper. We've got the tickets. So he doesn't know what's going on. I put Jeff in a suitcase. I put him up above. I take the suitcase <laughs> to the bathroom. Jeff pops out wearing exactly what Dave's wearing. Meanwhile, the conductor's thinking about Jessica, the girl who just broke his heart. He's not thinking straight. We've got paper that looks somewhat similar to his. He's not going to look at the detail. Jeff, you come out of the bathroom, and you sit down wherever you want with your piece of paper. Now, he's going to come by. He's like, hey, did I check you? You're like, yeah, totally. I have the paper. And then be like, hey, uh, have you seen my girlfriend, Jessica? And then he'll hear the words Jessica. Jessica, Jessica, Jessica. Echoing in his head. And he'll walk away. And he'll just go sit down. I saw this conductor sitting down yesterday. Just walks off the moving train. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, let me run down the scheme. Step one. Uh Uh-huh. I steal the paper from the train. Right. Step two, we mass produce the paper that is the little ticket they put on your seat. Uh-huh. I Step think they three, use different color combinations on that. I get every stuff. color combination. Step three, we find out who the conductor is. Step four, we find a woman to seduce him and make him fall in love. Mm-hmm. Step five, she breaks his heart. Step six, we buy two tickets to DC. Why on are the we train. buying tickets? Didn't we make tickets in step two? Well, you still got to, they got to like scan your ticket. You, you need tickets. So what's the fake? What are the fake tickets for that we made in in step two? Uh, when, when do when do we use those? Uh, when you come out of the bathroom, <laughs> that way you have it. So we only need two. Okay. So we get a free. They're two hundred dollar tickets, bud. They, they are two, expensive. What? They're more expensive than that. It's two hundred bucks to get to each DC. way. Business wow. class. Bud. All right. Okay. Okay. No, it's not each way. It's two hundred bucks round trip. Is it really? Yeah, business class. Two hundred bucks round trip. It's not bad. Huh. Step five. I step, guess it's the where, What day. step number was I on, Nick? Eight. And the, the conductor's heart's broken. He doesn't know what's going on. Jeff, Step Jeff. seven, we put Jeff in a suitcase. Step eight, we go to the train station. And when we get on the train in business class, we put Jeff up above. Yes. Step nine, after he checks our tickets, we take Jeff down in the suitcase, mm. take him into the bathroom, get him out of the suitcase. Uh-huh. He comes out with the fake ticket. He can take a little poopy if he wants. And now one of us has just gotten a free train ticket. Oh, yeah, Step baby. 10, conductor oh, kills yeah. himself, jumps off the train. <laughs> And step 11, we apply for a conductor job. Ooh. That's a six-figure salary. And now we're in, and the we can just ride trains for free, because I'll just check it out. We got a conductor friend. Steve Horvath is a conductor. Mm -hmm. Horvath is? Yeah. Good for him. What train? I think that, Metro North. Is he single? No, you know, he's he's susceptible to getting getting his heart broken. He's getting married to Emmy, actually. Remember Emmy? Whoa, for real? Yeah, yeah. Weird. Uh, <laughs> I'll be breaking that up. That's the perfect pawn. We actually know enough about him. <laughs> we do. That might be the perfect. Maybe we send him photo, fake photos of Emmy getting like kissed and stuff like that by Derek Rose. By Derek. <laughs> David. We send. I'm so a shock. Step jock. one. Step one, I buy, I buy paper on the train. Step two, we mass produce the tickets. Step three, we Photoshop photos of Emmy kissing a famous person. Mm. Step four, we send them to Steve. Step five, we break his fucking heart. This Step is- six, we put Jeff in a suitcase. Yeah. Step seven, we buy two tickets to D.C. Step eight, we put... Well, he doesn't do the D.C. line. He does the New York to New Haven line. Yeah. Oh, no Shoreline gonna, East. Oh, no one wants to go to New Haven. That's the dumb. Shoreline I'm looking East. to get to D.C., bud. That's a three-hour train ride. It's wonderful. Are we talking Amtrak? No, we're talking Acela. They Acela. need to upgrade. the, the They have the cafeteria seating? on them. Here's some is... other train hustles I thought of on the way home last night. Lay it on us. Uh, remember that guy who got caught like uh, putting, bring, taking cans to Michigan? Yeah. 
Of course. Take a train to Michigan, my friend. No one's going to pull you cans? over there with all the cans. Ugh. There's no baggage. There's no baggage check. There's no limit on bags. You're right, but you're, you're, you're taking two tons worth of cans. Yeah, well, there's so. three of us with big suitcases. I think that we you take. strap them to the caboose, is what you do. You drag them the entire there's way. Three of, this is an alt plan in case we don't want to break the conductor's heart. <laughs> Step one no. we buy a bunch of cans. Step two. We clean out the cans and get them ready to recycle. Step three, we buy a bunch of big suitcases and fill them with cans. Step four, can you crush we the buy cans? a piece of paper. Step before five, we print out the paper. Step six, cans. we break the conductor's heart. Step seven, we put Jeff in a different suitcase. Step eight. Confused that suitcase. Yeah, we make duffel bag boys. <laughs> oh, shit. This is the can suitcase. Suitcases. Where the fuck is Jeff? Oh, shit, dude. Well, that's also that's an alt plan is the cans with me. We take a train to fucking Michigan. Nobody knows the wiser, and we go and fucking do that shit. It's not a bad idea. Unfortunately, I'm going to be staying on second base, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that's a good question. David, are you in for my train scheme, which would involve mass producing the paper tickets, seducing the conductor, putting Jeff in a suitcase, taking him out in the bathroom, and we only pay for two people's tickets, but three people get I get it. I, I think the paper tickets, there there might be a system that's a bit more complicated than we Than color? I doubt it. I don't know. There's something up. But These... think about how many tickets they have to print. Daily. How, I, how big of a system can it be? How many colors are they're there? They're not really even too? checking fucking bags. I don't think they're they, worried about they, paper. There's five, six colors at most. Uh, you know, where Tops. they where they punch. Sometimes I feel like they're punching it in different places. I'll bring a whatnot. fucking puncher, dude. What are you talking <laughs> about? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sold on it. <laughs> I'm definitely not sold on it. Step one. <laughs> there's a lot uh, of conductors. There are. that, And that's my main point. There's a lot of conductors. Yeah, like, but a lot of them have the same shift. A lot of them have the same shift. Maybe I don't know. They I do. They, <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they I saw must, the same guy every time. Yeah. True. I've taken the same train into DC All three right. times. Same All conductor. Right. I prefer the inside guy, though. You know, like uh, the ticket man himself. And and so we have the ten different types of tickets. Step one: <laughs> Jeff applies to be a conductor on a cello, uh train. Well, a lot of the I feel like Metro North. Sometimes you can have like a signature from one of the conductors that lets you ride free. I tried taking. Uh, you can do that. That's actually a good one. That's a very good one. Signatures? Dave. Yeah, you have like... Step you know, one, like, we print out a fake petition. Step <laughs> two, we find family. out where all the conductors live. Step three, we get them to sign the petition. Step four, we start forging their signatures. I tried taking that little Steve ticket would once. just give us his signature. You know that little ticket? The, the little <laughs> ticket Mike's talking about printing. I tried taking that once, and the woman caught me taking it, so I kind of did this like uh southeastern accent like i didn't like i was like traveling so i, I do like, it i was like well i don't i do not know it's for my scrapbook and she uh actually didn't let me keep the ticket really yeah where was that well, metro north really years back yeah but huh. they don't fucking so that's see that leads me to believe that there aren't that many variations of the ticket that's true that is true yeah you might be right on that so you're in? Yeah, 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 man. Pretty convoluted plan, but I think I it am. might work. No, I love Free it. Free trip to D.C. I know oh, you love the cherry sure. blossoms, Dave. I do love the cherry blossoms. Jeffrey, are you in? Uh, I'll strategically pass on this one. I, I think you're a great kid, and uh, I do like trains. Um, Get in the suitcase, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, mainly the suitcase stuff. Uh, you know I have claustrophobia, and it'll be um, very susceptible Listen, you wait in line accidents. for half an hour. You in a golf bag, maybe. Oh yeah, you are. You do have a golf bag like body. <laughs> that way you could stand <laughs> upright. Very <laughs> nice. <David>. Very nice. <laughs> hey guys, that's our break. Okay. Well, you know that way it's a bit of a convoluted scheme, but a free trip to DC. I've never seen people pass on that before. That's interesting. What about the cans? The cans are too much. A train ride to Michigan. 
it's it's just not feasible. Too much overhead. Free too trip to Michigan. Free trip to Michigan. Melly, you ever have so many cans together? There's a direct train from New York to Michigan. Too, you got to transfer twelve times. Probably. But you're in the suitcase. Who cares? You definitely can't get into Canada, though, because they're brutal at the fucking border. Up the train? There. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. State cops up there will search a train for like an hour or two every time. Yeah, I mean, I was driving in Podunk, Canada, and they made us get out of our car, and we sat for 45 minutes while they they don't They car. don't like those Americans anymore. They'll shake you down, too. Yeah, they will. They'll shake you down. They'll look for... They're uh, mainly looking for weed. They'll check everyone's police record and if you have a dui you cannot go into canada wait really you cannot go into canada folks unless even if you're not driving my fucking what's his name i'm not going to say it but it was on a plane into canada and they sent him back because he had a dui from like 10 years ago what yeah and this guy was like fucking you know dude he's a veteran (laughs) all right well we'll figure out more canada facts we're going to take a break We'll come back. I'm going to pitch these guys on my little train idea. Okay. All aboard! And we're back. Nick kind of explained uh, how to short stocks to us, which is uh, very helpful information. And we immediately forgot. We forgot, and then we realized that we didn't really know what we were talking about last round. But guys, that's not important, (laughs) because do you hear that? It's this week's Catch of the Day. A segment of the show where we salute fellow hustlers out in the real world, pointing out uh, ways to you know to, to have some fun and, and make some money. And guys, this one comes from our boys over at Vice News. Okay, there is Dave. What if I told you that there was a spot in America that you could get away with murder? What would you be interested? Oh yeah, folks. Well, this is something that uh, you know someone found out for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is a Michigan State University law professor named Brian Kalt who studies constitutional law. So basically the gist of it is, you know, Yellowstone is a very large park, we all right. know. And there is a part of the park that intersects, it's like four state lines intersect. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's when jurisdiction becomes really tricky because for in order for them to, you know, charge with a crime, you have to be like tried in the state that the crime was held. But right. There is a 50-square-mile portion of Yellowstone National Park where there is – it's, it's described as a judicial no-man's land, and it's in the Idaho part. And you can get a crime because – you can get away with a crime because there's no Right. I think they call all of Yellowstone Idaho, but the, the boundaries still exist for the states, so – that it's that 50 square miles yeah. where... Has anyone done it? Well, Article 3 of the Constitution no. requires federal criminal Maybe. crimes to be held in the state in which the crime was committed. The Sixth Amendment entitles a federal criminal defendant to a trial by jurors living in the state and district where the crime was committed. But if someone committed a crime in this uninhabited Idaho portion of Yellowstone it would be impossible to form a jury because there's no state jurisdiction. Being federal land, the state would have no jurisdiction. A jury of Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) And being federal land, the state would have no jurisdiction as well. Mm. So it's a clear constitutional provision enabling criminal immunity in 50 square miles of America's oldest national parks. So guys, here's what I propose. (sighs) We take this little constitutional hole and we throw a fucking no-holds-barred Hunger Game style murder fest, oh, and we charge wow. five grand per five grand per entry. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's nobody a, can nobody can convict us. You can just this get game away. Is and kill. We just end up killing everyone, taking all that. Cash. Yeah, everyone dies, and we keep the money, and there's nothing illegal with that, and it's all cash under the table. So we, hey, this is a free, free thing. You know, we 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 said come if you want, murder away. 
We just happen to make thirty the to fifty thousand dollars. It's basically we could have a, a the, the purge Yellowstone. It's actually <laughs> great. Very good. Fifth movie. I love it. Are you guys? What kind of crimes would you commit? Not everyone's well, got so, murder in their blood, but what if you came across three campers? What is the crime that you would commit in Yellowstone? It has to be a capital crime. Low. It has to oh, be really? like it has to be like an up there crime because uh, that's like that's so. What, what the up there crime would you commit? Three uh, campers peacefully camping in Yellowstone, having the time of their lives. Twenty-five years old, graduated from Harvard, Yale, and Cornell. Two of them are engaged. What mm-hmm. crime do you commit when you come across them? Like, how do we kill them? Because I'm killing them. Are you killing them? <laughs> Definitely uh, killing them. Dave, we're, you drown- killing we're drowning them? one, obviously. I do a full hunt, dude. Yeah, full hunt. Probably going to do a full hunt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you got to do the hunt. You got to do the hunt, dude. Get a little cross. I go crossbow. Gotta go crossbow. I go. I, get I go the, hatchet. Did I go you guys two watch hatchets. the Olympics? Did you guys watch the archery Olympics? I, I get some. I, of those I call archeries. bullshit on the. On those it is archers. bullshit. It's like everything must that be perfect. There's no it stress. Itself. It's, it's doing it's it all. got the weight on the front that like pulls yeah. it down. That's such garbage. But I'll be using it to hunt mid twenty somethings, mm. uh, discovering uh, this country's beautiful national park system that just turned hundred. We're all fertilizer at the end of the day. Amen. Yeah. I think I'm doing a hunt, Jeffrey. Drowning. Uh, uh, just drowning. Drowning. Wow. Sleep. You hit them with rocks and drown them? Getting pretty dark <laughs> I, I on the pod. I would, I would try and get them to fight each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe you take one and you're like, if, if you guys have to either fight or eat the other. And this is pretty dark. This is pretty fucked up. But that's what we're here to talk about. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're looking into the deep uh, nooks and crannies of the human mind. I would we like, actually wouldn't be able to get away with it at this point because if you read a little further in the article, if, it. if it's premeditated outside of the 50 square miles, uh, uh, then uh, you know, you have to, we have to think of it uh, in the 50 square miles. So let's, let's cut ourselves well, off Well, hey, now. we're just on vacation. We do, a little, uh, we do a little acid all of a sudden. We feel like killing people. Most people do. And within that 50 square mile, we also organize a full fighting tournament. Mm. That's a large area. We just, I think, I think we just go on a hunt, guys. Then I don't think it's, you know, we just hunt. Yep. Yep. There's too much population <laughs> in this country anyway. I'm, Let's give it I'm, up I'm for running, Vice News I'm for running low us on out. my meat juice. <laughs> it's disgusting. We took a dark turn uh, on the on the catch of the day, guys. You know, we're talking murder. What would you do? How would you get away with it? Let's brighten it up a little bit from our nation because it's time for the Twin Nation Nation to rise up. And this is the part of the show where we hear from our loyal listeners. Jeffrey, would you agree, David, would you agree that our listeners are smarter than we are They're and are best. better at coming up with schemes we than love we are. you guys Woo, we love you <laughs> we love you man we love them i mean we, i i truly have so much love for the nation the, the reddit I, I suggest people go on the reddit it's going strong and guys are you ready for the first scheme you know it this one comes from carl de jong that's a d-e capital j-o-n-g a little french and a little eastern nation J- japan right. mm-hmm. carl writes Allow me to pose a question. What's the worst part about working out? Everything. Uh, That's my answer, too. No, it feels great, actually. Uh, It releases a lot of endorphins. If you said getting hot and sweaty, you're correct. Today, I present to you the most innovative workout method for beating the heat and toning your core. Toe floaters. Ooh, very on theme here. A big toe theme today. 
I'm talking about extremely white, lightweight micro lattice water shoes that keep your feet firmly suspended above the water so that you're forced to pull your head up if you don't wish to drown. These allow for plank-like core holding positions and a range of toe-touching and sit-up-styled workouts that allow you to build your core immensely, factoring in the density of water and how much more effort you need to move around in it, as well as stay cool and save yourself from being immersed in a sweaty cocoon. Instead of doing sit-ups and then hopping in the pool, David, Mm -hmm. do the sit-ups in the pool. Yeah, I love a pool workout. These shoes have an easy-to-put on Velcro attachment system, also something I love, an earlier episode for you guys, and come in a variety of foot sizes and amounts of micro-lattice to accommodate users of all weights and shoe sizes. Now, I don't know what that is. Now, you may be wondering, what is micro-lattice? Allow me to explain. Micro-lattice is a newly developed material consisting of minuscule tubing that ends up being 99% air. It's 100 times lighter than styrofoam and will easily be able to keep your feet up without looking like you're wearing a couple bricks worth of shoe on each foot. Look it up. It's a real thing. Welcome to the future, folks. Carl DeJong. Wow. Wow, buddy. Now, see, that's so much better than me like trying to rob a train conductor. This is what I'm talking about, guys. Carl brought the heat. And if there's one industry that's booming, it's workout scams. Swimwear. Tybo. Uh, fucking uh, whatever. There's every. There's always a new fad. Yes. Prof why not? Why not do this? Why can't micro lattice be the shoes? new fad? Are these shoes? These are shoes they that you put shoes. on your feet that would be so lightweight. They're lighter. It's like basically having. I am going to say a styrofoam cooler on each foot. Mm-hmm. You're not drowning mm-hmm. unless you want to. I, and then I, you're using your entire upper body to to maneuver around the pool doing doing workouts like I that. I do think you might want a little oxygen in there because you know you're coming in and out of the water. You might oxygen, get a lot in your nose. I think At least a nose already plug. gets in there. I think that's part of part of the creation of like. The do stuff. You, are you breathing in before you go down and then breathing out as you go? You're as before you go back down into the water, take a big breath, and then as you come up, you breathe out. What, what yeah, do you I mean? guess, right? What, I, the shoes I, make I you sink? Sum- no, the shoes keep you floating. Why would the they make you sink? You are they uh, only for the pool? They're for all water. Did you not listen to that uh, pitch? No, I just I didn't understand a lot of it. So they're very lightweight material. It's 99% air that keeps you floating. So basically, all you would see is you're underneath the water and your feet are on top of the water. And in order to not drown, you have to do a, basically a sit-up oh, I see. to get out of yeah, the water yeah. and work mm-hmm. out. I bet that's a good workout. I bet you it's a fucking dope workout. And I could see LeBron fucking doing something like that, too. Bron, Bron, get Bron. on the podcast, Bron. Now, we didn't talk price, but I think these shoes should be $250 and includes a DVD of, of water workouts and a basic regimen. You I know think the, that's fair. The water workouts, they cut down on injury. They help oh, yeah, with stretching. It's, it's just, know. it's a, we, uh, one thing I realized, you know, I just came back from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I'm a creature of the sea. I, mm-hmm. I think I might be too. Not the sea, but the pool. I'm a hot tub. water. I'm I'm just a water based. I'm, a, I'm creature. a creature of the hot tub. Mama bear likes to get her swim on. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the hot tub. I went in the ocean. I'm floating around. In fact, I guess you could say I, I'm jonesing for my water fix. Mm-hmm. I'm in with you know, it hydrates you. Sarah came home. I missed I twice so much. I filled too. the bathtub. I filled the whole bathroom with sand, and I just had the the tub overflowing with water. <laughs> and I'm just sitting in there the whole time. I go, babe, I, I got a tub. I'm I missed the water. I gotta have the water. This concrete jungle's driving me crazy. A dead trout in the sink. <laughs> it's a bunch of like I brought a full uh, jellyfish in the in the pool. <laughs> Jellyfish are amazing creatures. And you can wait for that for my pitch for next week. I, Actually, I, I have a jellyfish uh, based, uh, based invention for next uh, week. Very stew, lovely. perhaps? We look, we look we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. Perhaps. Yeah, so let's stick to the micro lattice shoes. And I kind of want to find, um, maybe call it latitude. 
Oh, Ooh, nice. The latitude workout. That's good. I think in the, for the elderly, you know. Elderly. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get out of the water, but I think you're going to have a lot of drowned oh, old no, people. I'm talking about, a lot I'm talking about short on that one. No, you strapped this onto them <laughs> in uh, Yellowstone. That's how oh, they yeah. themselves, drowned themselves. 50 old men were found drowned in a 50 square mile of uh, Yellowstone Park. Nobody knows why. Guys, I think Latitude Workout 250 includes a DVD with a regimen and a workout and the shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and think I, think this is the new t- I think this is the new Tybo. I think it's amazing. Tybo Tybo is Ty H2O. Right, Ooh. that Ty H2O. I think you don't want to parody another workout uh, Let's stick with Latitude. Ty 2O. No, let's stick with Latitude. We'll talk. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk. Let's hear it for Carl. Carol. Carol. I mean, I think I, I think wit, uh, like fitness workout scams are one of the biggest. Yeah, and Omaha steaks are too, uh, one of the biggest uh, ripoffs and uh, scams in this country. Every short Omaha steaks. Everyone wants to work out. No one does it. That's and I'm true. Not, I'm not I don't see, do it. I've been trying. To I would do it if I could for... like just hang in the pool and do sit ups. Mm-hmm. Carl killed it, dude. I'm really Carl proud of you. Carl did kill it. I want to also like where. How do you find out about new materials? Like where are people I getting this guy. information? I got a guy. I always feel like I'm finding out about new materials at the a little too late. Yeah, I think you got to just stay up on the science uh, blogs and stuff. All right, people want to tweet at us like good science blogs to stay up to. It help me think of new ideas where I don't have to rob a train conductor and ruin his life. I'd really appreciate. it. Are you guys ready for the next submission? Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. All right, it comes from our boy Ross. Ross says, as we all know, Twinovation royalty are getting married. Yes. Now, I, I guess we haven't we recorded it before, and that's the first time after I got engaged. Yeah, Great. that's true. Did a Congrats, buddy. Thanks, bud. Team Carnell only gets stronger. Mm-hmm. And when royalty gets married, the nation has to see it. Prince William, the future king of Great Britain, had a lavish wedding that was televised across the globe. Thinking of this, I have cooked up a scheme that will allow us to profit from Dave and Mike's respective holy matrimonies and hopefully earn the boys some money back, since we all know how expensive weddings are nowadays. What we do is we free up five tables at each reception and auction off each table to a nation <laughs> member. Start at $50 a plate. If you think that it's $50 for a wedding, dude, you have not planned a wedding. Let me tell you, dude, it's about $200 a plate. Start at What are you eating, Start pasta, dude? Yeah, dude, I'm feeling fucking Kraft mac and cheese, maybe $50 a plate. Start at $50 a plate and allow people to bid on a place at the table. Now, you know, maybe we will get up to 200 after mm-hmm. the bidding starts. Mm-hmm. The sleuth, Cruth and loyal Dave Snapchatters will be able to get drunk, get off with an aunt, and maybe a lady nation member could chat up Hefe since he's the only single Twinovator. For an extra $500, you can give a toast. As wedding presents, you two keep the profits. All I ask for in return is an executive position when Twinovation becomes a billion-dollar company. Stay scheming. Your biggest fan from Grimsy, Ross. Grimsy. 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 I love it. I mean, Nick, I've truly... I just talked to producer Nick and Dave. I truly hate planning a wedding. It sucks. It's not fun. Um, and and anyway. And quite costly, and any way to make money and have a little fun with it, I'm into. Dave, how do you feel? Wedding cost about two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Let's have a no. uh, the huh? the whole wedding can be Twinovation fans for me. That's great. Cut out on his family. It's just yeah. fans. Yeah. I mean, Jeff, you know you're my best man. Mm-hmm. You're really stressing out about that speech. Incredibly stressed out about that. Speech, uh, in fact, I, the minute I told you, you started freaking out and sweating. You're like, I actually was worried about this. And then you've been doing a thing where you have been volunteering and i like it i think it's great 
you've been volunteering to give speeches like small yeah, you've you, just been like giving small speeches to get ready I for it build you up. did the hank speech you did the hank we had nice. a, we were hanging out yeah. our hank's buddy and you were like i gotta go and then just like quieted down and gave like a very nice yeah. quick yeah. to the like point it? Just heartfelt go, speech it made bam. it made everyone feel good it set off the right energy i was trembling though but i'll say this and i was like 15 of my friends yeah imagine like 300 people oh god a lot of industry oh, people god. at the wedding but a lot of industry people at the wedding i'm sorry i've been trying to slowly distance myself from you hoping you want to do it too bud. bad bud <laughs> too bad here we go there we go you practice it every morning in the mirror before you wake up so i think like for the, for this to work for me i mean they're gonna have to pay 300 dollars a seat yeah because it count, it comes to about 300 dollars. nick back me up 300 bucks once you include open bar and food weddings Ooh. are quite expensive my friend yeah Wowzers. Wow. Well, the bidding, you know, you can get up to six, seven, We're eight. We're going to start the bidding yeah. at 150. 150. It should start up. And it, it, we have a reserve at 275. And how many tables are you going to clear out? We're going to do one table. Because, you know, I can't have two there's tables. also that competitive edge versus, you know, at the church, if you're doing it at church, there's the groom side and the bride side. You don't want to fall behind the bride side. You know, you don't want to have 20 people to their 200. You want to stack the deck a little bit. Yeah, the deck stacked pretty against me. Sarah's got about 100 family members. I have about 10. I could not imagine having 100 family members. I have like 10 people that are yeah. coming to my wedding. It's insane. And quite frankly, I love to even the odds with the Twinovation Nation. So, Dave, I think you and I get together. Yeah, we let's put the do letter. it. I think also one table because the less seats there are, the mm-hmm. more people will pay mm-hmm. for them. That's classic uh, shorting the market right there. You got <laughs> Scarcity. And what, what is it again? Shorting. What do you do? Huh? What do you do when you short? Because Nick did explain it to us. Have you forgotten? No. Then what is it? it honestly, bud, we're running very long. <laughs> we are at, we're at 108 right now. We got to go. We're well, long in the app is what we're doing, huh? Right? Guys? <laughs> we're right? long in the app. <laughs> you guys get that? Short and long. Yeah, I get it. Oh, no, nice. Well, I'm de- let's hear it for Ross. Rossy I boy. Great. I think if people are interested, uh, you know, Start starting on the Reddit thread and and start making a list about who would be interested in doing this, how much you'd be willing to pay. Maybe I would even be down for, you know, if a speech is a part of it, write a few wedding speeches. I want to see drafts of the oh, toast in the Reddit thread. Like that would be real yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That would, would be super helpful to see for a little me too. Toast. Some anecdotes, Jeff. Guys, just I forget. I forget a lot of our youth speech. I don't remember anything. I mean, uh, the the one story I was thinking of saying is uh, we picked uh, up a girl at Auschwitz one time, <laughs> or uh, or we we uh, used to put our buddy Frankie in the dog cage. Yeah, let's not talk about that. We did put Frank Ortiz in our. <laughs> <laughs> Quick story time. One of our we had this dude who was like maybe twenty years old in seventh grade. Great guy, love him to death. <laughs> sweetheart, still a sweetheart. Still text you on your birthday, Dave. Right? Yeah, nice guy. Nice guy. We were uh, pretty mean to him, and we would put him in a dog. <laughs> Should we not even tell? Him? I guess <laughs> I I've already know. started. Let's just it. bring the dog cage to the Yellowstone. And yeah, that, that's actually we would put him. There. We'd be like, we wouldn't like force him in, but we'd be like, hey Frank, do you want to do the dog cage game? <laughs> And he'd be like, yeah. I'm like, all right, get in the cage. And we'd put him in my dog's crate. And then we duct tape, we'd, the crate. we would duct tape the thing and put blank. We would duct tape it and put blankets over it and flip it upside down and be like, all right, get out. And then we would play video games while he tried to get out of the dog mm-hmm. cage. Mm-hmm. And if he got close, we would just like kick the cage. Oh, yep. God. And then we let him out eventually. Ah, Nick, it was all in jest, dude. Kick, yeah. He wanted to do it. Yeah, and he would come out and play. It was a lot of weird games. Like my parents, I was a latchkey kid. It was a, it was a true. It was really my house was this fifty square mile patch of Yellowstone. This is your fault, much. Kathy. We would also turn the you lights out, and then there would be like Bazudo, our big bully friend. Would uh, we would all hide, 
And then if he found you, he would just punch the shit out right. of you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> or just, just like, rock bottom you. He would just start swinging and then pick you up and rock bottom you onto like cement concrete floors. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of violence in our youth. A lot of violence. A lot of violence. Now the town are. is taken over by heroin, I believe. Oh, yeah. It's a big... You say that about the whole Northeast. Yeah. H has taken over the town. Yeah. Yeah, we probably should have told that Frank story. It makes thanks, it sound like Bernie. Monsters, huh? yeah, Nick, what Bernie. do you think? Is that a bad idea to tell that story? He's giving me it's an in the middle kind of thing. Yeah, we've probably lost a few. Uh, definitely, people are going to look at us differently. We didn't kick the cage. We didn't kick the cage. That was an exaggeration. But it wasn't. We like we would just be like, okay, get out of the cage, and then come hang out with us. And he would just be like trying to undo like layers of duct tape. It was very weird. I think I we only did it twice. We would do it. I think four to five times a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's give it up for Ross. And I think I'd like to say I think the Toe Show goes down as uh, one of the finer one of the worst episodes of the year. I think this goes down as one of the worst episodes of the year. Although, as always, the nation did help us close it out. And I do want to see guys post drafts of your toast of your wedding toast. We'll Mm. see. You know, if there's something really great, maybe you get an invite to that wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you never know. I like that idea. Could be great. Well, guys. That's the episode. You know, the nation came strong. As always, we like to plug what we're doing this weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. Davey, what are you up to? I'm going to the cod. He's codding it up. Codding it up, folks. If, if you're out in the you cod. You just go there every weekend now and not visit your yeah. grandma ever? I know. I visit her. I see her. It's all good. I drive folks. by. She waves at me. We don't yeah, stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, Jeffy, what are you up to? I'm going to the rod, dude. What's, What's that? the rod? Oh, that's a little, a little cute little part of Hamden Westwoods. Uh, uh, you know Rod Sterling? Yes. Yeah, he lives up there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mike, cool. So you you're hanging out at Rod Sterling's yeah, place? Dude. You should have said the Todd. Oh, man. You know, you should just stay in New York. It's probably going to be beautiful weather. Yeah. I heard it might rain. 20% chance. That's enough for me. Uh, I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to leave for a wedding right after this. We're going to be in Connecticut. We're going to go there. And then Sunday, I'll stop by the parents' house, see see how they are, get a little of that very pig nice. roast action. Ooh, and then Monday, very... I'll come by and uh, enjoy my day off. Great. The podcast is kind of starting in turning into a little a little wedding podcast it is a little, there's gonna be a lot i'll tell you this there's gonna be a lot of wedding hustles. a lot of wedding ideas here folks all right well boys i hope we get to at least hang out uh once during this long labor day weekend as long as jeff agrees to wear underwear and stays away from the new couch i don't guys great episode love it and to all my nation members as always stay, stay scheming and stay dreaming Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, makes it more purpose. Now an open room, saw the name with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Over, over, buddy, getting, getting, over, buddy, over, over, buddy, getting, getting, over, buddy, getting, over, buddy, getting, over, buddy, getting, getting, over, buddy, over, buddy. That was a headgum podcast.